If you're an Android user and you are looking for a new app to download your podcasts, I recommend you check out the Podcast Republic app. Go to the Google Play Store, download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app. You get all of your stuff right in one place on your Android devices. Uh, you search for the show that you like. You make it a favorite. So please make Dissecting the 80s one of your favorites. And it downloads them for you, and you'll have them all just a click away. Once again, that's the Podcast Republic app for your Android devices. Hello, Dissectomaniacs, and welcome to the bonus episode for our 100th episode. This is kind of like the pre-show. I am one half of the Mega Podcasting Powers, Trip Lano. With me, as always, is my tag team partner, a man who definitely would not have bet on us doing this for four straight years, the Macho Andrew. Andrew Leno. And no, I super would not have. Not for anything negative. It's just like crazy to think that we've been sort of shouting into the ether for four <laughs> years. Yes. Yeah, no, and I probably would have also not uh, expected it to get this far. So it's it's really cool that we're here. And we're going to do a fun little red carpet thing in a moment, which I think you guys will enjoy. But... Also, today you should have gotten your 100th episode about the Goonies, which we've uh, had said we were never going to do. But I think when you hit 100 episodes, all bets are off. Yeah. You kind of have to be like, oh, the panic button. You're like, just grab it, grabbing movies, what's left on the shelf. <laughs> I think it's time for us to head on over to the red carpet for the big 100th episode premiere. We, uh, we invited a lot of special guests to come back and join us. And uh, we'd like to take a little tour down of the last... The, you know, the 99 episodes that came before it, uh, before we jump into that 100th. So, uh, mm-hmm. do you have your tuxedo ready? I do. Uh, it is, uh, red spangled. Very nice. Uh, it's very Jessica Rabbit. It, yeah. No, my style seems... icon. <laughs> well, uh, let's, let's head over there. Let's, uh, leave the Dissecting the 80s studio and, and head on over. Uh, we've invited, again, everybody who's been a part of the show so far has been invited to this premiere. Not everybody was able to make it, of course. You know, it's, uh, it's challenging to get certain people there. But uh, way back from the early days of the show, we do have the, the military bullets from Girls Just Want to Have Fun. They are, they are here. We, we have, we've made great, great pains to keep them from touching anyone else at the at thing. It will strangle everyone. <laughs> we're not sure still to this day why these bullets act such a way when you think bullets sort of have one way that they operate these different bullets but they are here and uh here they are okay so he like has this encounter with the rich girl who's like oh that girl's poor why would you want to deal with her and his dad has her dad has military bullets he just strangles everybody i have money so i'm a better dancer you just dance with me and my dad doesn't have any military bullets so just money stay away from him <laughs> but you sound like jimmy fallon doing this uh, yeah she might yeah. also get her dad's military bullets and touch you with them and then you'll be strangled <laughs> you touch someone you touch them with a military bullet and they get strangled it's like poison ivy's kiss Military bullets. That's the tagline. Oh, here we have coming up is uh, Drunk Harry Dean Stanton from One Magic Christmas. Hey, Harry Dean, how's it going? It's so good to have you here. How are you feeling today? It's really exciting to be here. It's a cool place to be. It's a soft carpet. 
We're uh, we're really really honored that you could come back and, and be on the yeah, show I'm again. I'm really excited about the project, and I believe we have a clip. <laughs> we have, we I guess I guess we do have a clip. Okay, we're thank you. Roll uh, it out. Okay, scuba uh, here, Here's here's the clip. This is this is my demon <laughs> assignment. Whatever, I don't fucking care. Aka <laughs> believe in Santa. <laughs> Kool-Aid man's through the wall. And it's just like... <laughs> oh, I wish people could have seen your face just then. That was so funny. Oh, man. <laughs> it was the perfect, like, drunk guy whose eyes aren't working just right. Like, the lids, the lids aren't totally under his control anymore. And so he's, like, trying to lead in conspiratorially. But he's like close enough to be licking your face, and he's like, "Don't worry about it. It's fine." Like, yeah, it's. I know it's fine. Can you just be like four <laughs> inches further from my mouth? <laughs> and then he Kool Aid bands through the wall. It's like, sorry about that. I'll get it later. Uh, and rolling up next, uh, we have asked them not to do security specifically. We are not sure if that will be undertaken by them but we did specifically say do not do any event security while you're here it's the killbots from chopping mall hey guys how you doing today it's exciting to bring you back oh god is that is that a weapon is that a weapon coming out i think i think we should get down behind this barrier and we're gonna, uh, duck. We'll, we're gonna duck and you all out there should duck and we'll uh we'll just hope for the best with the killbots as it rolls by and so the killbot has to wheel its way forward <laughs> And when it does, Deadass Mike clearly pulls his legs in so that the killbot can drive past. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> he clearly does the like movie theater knee scrunch. <laughs> I, I rewound that because I was like, is that what just happened? Like, That's wait a minute. That's 100% what yeah, just happened. Absolutely it is. We'll have to see if we can find a gif of that somewhere. Um, oh, there are ze- I hope there are no gifs from this movie. Oh, absolutely! There's absolutely just from this movie floating around the internet. I hope it, it died. In quietly. fact, I bet the one that we're that happens right here, where she gets chased by the killbot while it's shooting lasers, and she oh. apparently screams loud enough that her friends can hear. So all of her friends are like face pushed up against the glass door, watching this happen. And as she's running towards them, her head explodes like a full like on a bag watermelon. of soup, <laughs> like a watermelon loaded with TNT. <laughs> I am here with my self-indulgent self-plug of my ability to make a drugstore ghost sound effect. Hey! <laughs> uh, is this, in fact, a drugstore ghost that we've invited? Or, or no, that not an actual drugstore ghost? Not an ghost. actual drugstore ghost. Oh, okay. But it sounds just like it, and I'll tell you what, and I will say, admit that myself. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thank you for coming, drugstore ghost. <laughs> By the way, we forgot to mention uh, Killbots, member of the Dissecting the 80s Hall of Fame, as is this next guest, the house from the Amityville Horror, who was unable to make it, but they did send the lamp. Hey, lamp, how do you respond to the rumors that you've switched from incandescent to fluorescent bulbs? Uh, Lamp, how would you respond to criticism of the absurd length of the cord that you were attached to in the film that you came from? Uh, 
Well, thank you. That is that is nice sentiment, and we do agree. All bodies are beautiful. Thank you for for being here tonight. There's a cool little thing where the cord starts floating up in the air, like like yeah, like a yeah, cobra style, and wraps around his arm and pulls him down. And the mom's wrestling with the daughter, and then the mom sees the face, her husband's face in the lamp, and he's like, "Carol, whatever your name is, <laughs> save me." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I would I would pay a lot of dollars for that to be the actual dialogue in the movie. <laughs> it's it's the nonchalant demon. He doesn't know how it works. He didn't know. He's just for this. I, I don't know. You, uh, don't you remember when we went to Paris? No, Iowa. When we went to Niagara Falls, not our home. <laughs> Our- in America, Europe, Europe. We went on our honeymoon Eastern. to that special place. Starts with a W. <laughs> Feeling like a hard consonant sound. <laughs> Feeling like not a vowel. Cleveland. <laughs> no. Cairo. In any case, you you know all that stuff. <laughs> you that one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> See all psychics ever. Uh, next up, I believe we have the uh, angry judge from Ghostbusters 2, and we're going to try to see if we can get him to explain. Judge, excuse me, judge, could you could you stop here for a moment and explain to us how you and all of New York City forgot that the Ghostbusters saved the day just like for a few years prior? That judge? Ghostbusters bust ghosts? Judge? Judge, excuse me, judge? Over here. Judge? Judge? judge. Over here. Over here. Judge. This way. This way. But also, again, to reiterate the point, like... Certainly, television cap- news cameras captured the insanity that was a 1984 ghost busting uh, the state of Marshmallow Man. That this, this this judge is like, I don't believe in that shit. Makes him an asshole. It does make him an <laughs> asshole. Well, the best is that they respond. He goes, "You got to do something." Like, why don't you tell me you don't believe in them? <laughs> uh, legally, we are not allowed to pick up our ghost fighting equipment. We are prevented from busting. Yeah, that was Rick Moranis. Like, my clients are not at liberty to a estrangement order. <laughs> I'm here now with the PR rep for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's responding to our uh, comments about him not buying cookies or things he could do if he bought six pallets full of cookies. Uh, do you have a comment, sir? My client is a very generous man who donates to many causes. He's very active in many communities and is a vital important part of many communities in this great nation and frankly if you ever play that clip again of you besmirching his charitable donations and giving we're gonna come after you with the full brunt of everything we got you might have to get in line behind the dairy farmers of america as well as the orchard farmers of america but great to have you and ed begley jr we we do we dare not speak his name Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has a cameo in this movie where he's like, oh, I just bought some cookies. I'm sorry. I bought four boxes. Hey, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you make like a lot of money. You can buy more than four boxes of Girl Scout cookies and just bring them to the the organization that you work for, the Los Angeles Lakers, and just like maybe give those out to people who help you be a Los Angeles Laker. That's that's pretty cheap shit nonsense, Kareem. You can't drop a hundo on some wilderness girls? What's that about, buddy? Super famous basketball player. Four boxes of cookies. You, could, you don't even have to bring them to people you know. You could literally just buy a crate of them and just hand a crate to homeless people and be like, here you go. Have some cookies. Yeah, or just or just like give out a whole box to every kid on Halloween. Be a balder. 
or just you you make so much money you could buy four crates throw three of them away and then just do whatever you like take a bath in the last crate like you make yeah, that you much could, money you should be scrooge mcducking in dosi dos <laughs> you should be you should be diving off a diving board into a whole pool of thin mints like, and then get the hell and out then of get here. into your like samoa hot tub yeah that exactly. feels a little over the edge one of those yeah. guys <laughs> yes like get out of here kareem four boxes of cookies get out uh, i also have a note here from the legal team uh, at dissecting the 80s and we would once again like to say uh we did we did find a way to send an invitation to mr bagley jr uh it was not responded to but we did get a letter from his lawyers and i would like to read that again here in part <clears throat> uh dear dissecting the 80s once again, we would like to remind you that you have a restraining order against you in regards to communication with Mr. Bagley Jr. We are giving you this one final courtesy of not prosecuting you, but should you mention his name again on your program or attempt to contact him, we will be coming after you with the full threat of the law. Wow, we're really not doing super if, good. Honestly, though, if Ed Bagley Jr. ever tweeted at us, I would just it would be my phone background. It would be my Facebook profile photo. It would be my grinder photo. Like, look. <laughs> suck it, everyone. Ed Bagley Jr. R- acknowledged us. Uh, yeah, anybody out there, if you know Ed, get, get, him, get him our way, please. He is the Matt Damon to our Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, I would think no, so. Like, I would think so. <laughs> Did I get those names right? I'm um, standing here with a... Mary Steenbergen, who is very aggressive in her daughter's simple question about uh, is Mrs. Claus ever a crabby person? Mary? She's asking, like, oh, do you think Mrs. Claus would be crabby? And she's like, yeah, I mean, all people are crabby sometimes. She's a human being. She would be crabby sometimes. What do you want She treats it as though Mrs. Claus is a very real woman. She's like, yeah, of yes. course. If she deals with an idiot with a dr- an idiot dreamer like I do, yeah, sure. I'm sure she's crabby sometimes. <laughs> Maybe Santa's constantly in the basement building a bike for Molly fucking Monahan <laughs> while I'm working double shifts at the A and P with some asshole threatening to fire me every time I take a pee break. So yeah, maybe you know, sometimes Mrs. Claus is crabby. Maybe sometimes she's real. Maybe Mrs. Claus. Maybe Mrs. Claus is managing all the stupid elves while her stupid husband goes on trips around the world. <laughs> Maybe! He's out there having milk and cookies at every stop. What's Mrs. Claus doing? Oh, let me fix your sweater, dear. Let me, let me put the sled back together after you crashed into another chimney. Let me quell this elf rebellion. <laughs> let me talk to the union head. <laughs> but sure, go on another trip with your reindeer. That's not weird. <laughs> No, no, I get it. You have to bond. It's part of the whole thing. Yeah. No, you have to go to the Super Bowl. If you don't, it would be weird. No, I get it. Totally. I totally, totally get it. Uh, I'm I'm getting word that we have a gate crasher. Someone, someone from the 90s appears to... My, my God, is that an art student in overalls? Oh, no. Is... This might be She's All That. Uh, folks, we got to go. Uh, She's All That has seemed to crash our party here. We're going to go get inside so we can get to this Goonies episode. Uh, once again, thank you so much for, for listening to our show. We are so, so grateful for everybody who's taken the time to listen to us. There's many, many ways to spend your time, and you're spending it with us, and we are so appreciative. 
Thank you very much for listening for me as well. I it's it's crazy to I'm a performer, so I get like a very in room response when I perform. So this is super different and weird to me that like oh no 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 people listen people respond like I have friends who listen like oh I loved this episode and this joke and I was like oh that's really cool thank you yeah it's it's really incredible so thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of our hearts we are so appreciative and grateful that you listen to our show. Once again, I have been Trip Lano. I'm taking off my glasses to show I'm sexy, Andrew Lano. <laughs> Thank you so much. Enjoy the Goonies.